0: Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Now, understanding means to perceive by what you hear. A wise man. We hear by understanding and his life we take a new shape. Understanding means to so perceive by what you hear. Now if you look at Psalm 119 verse 34 Psalm 119 verse 34. Bible says, "Give me what understanding and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart." That's when understanding is involved. Your heart will be involved why we are doing things the way we are doing is because of the level of our understanding the same chapter let's move to verse 73 of this same chapter verse 73 praise the lord thy hands have made me and fashioned me give me what give me understanding that i may what Learn thy commandment. Move to verse 125 of this same chapter. This is David talking. That was the place of understanding our work walk with God. Cannot be overemphasized. I am thy servant. Give me what? That I may know what? Thy testimony. What he says is that when understanding is in place, you will become a product of testimony. Now, when we hear testimony shared on this platform, we discover that there are things those people understood that we don't understand. That is what no, commanded their attitude, the way they handle things. I've asked God before. I said, God, why is it that many people are sharing testimony in Canaan land and things are not happening here? God said, what they are doing, you are doing. But you are not consistent at doing it the way they are doing it. Can see. So it's a choice. Praise the Lord. Let's see, verse 144 here. The same chapter. The righteousness of that testimony is everlasting. Give me what? Understand, and I what the beginning of your long life is rooted in your understanding. The beginning of longevity is rooted in your understanding. That's just one can see being in the midst of the fold and see die cheaply. But when understanding comes alive, you will enjoy life. No one here will be a victim of untimely death. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, if you look at the prayer King Solomon prayed in 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 9. He did not pray for any other thing. He prayed for understanding said god give me look at it give me therefore give therefore the servant what an understanding heart to judge thy people that i may discern between good and bad when understanding is in place your ability to discern come alive for who is able to judge this like you know so great a people he needed an understanding heart and because he asked for the writing god now came and said because you have asked for the right thing. When understanding comes, there are always additions I make available. Somebody will enjoy understanding. And the additions will come. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you look at First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. Talking about the children of Issachar. Bible says, because they understand. The times and the seasons. Look at them. And of the children of Issachar. Which were men that what? On they had understanding of the times. Now, look at what happened next. They know what Israel ought to do. That is to say, understanding is what regulates our behavior. Understanding is what regulates our attitude. When understanding is in place, you will know how to behave. You will know how to maximize times and season. This is our season of glory. This is our season of revival. It is no time to sleep. How many people do we see in covenant Tower? It is no time to be prayerless. We need grace. Fine. But understanding must be at the root. These are men of Issachar. Because they understand times, they know how to behave. Look at what happened. The heads of them were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. That's just understanding gives them leverage. Other people listen to them because these are the people that have understanding of times and season, May power shift hand in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are talking about understanding. Let's look at Proverbs 21 verse 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of what shall remain where? In the congregation of the dead. That's just where understanding is missing. One can't have colorful destiny. Prophecy can't come to pass. Beauty can't come. Because such is found in the place of dishonor. Somebody's understanding is coming alive. And I believe by this, will change. Now, access to the word of God is not what produces results alone. Just having access to the word of God is not what produces results alone. You get results when you receive the word with understanding. Not with a biased mindset. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at the parable of the sower. Let's quickly look at Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13 verse 19. Hear what Jesus said here. When anyone heard the word of their kingdom, and uh, and what, and understanded it not, then the wicked can come and cut it away from their heart. These are the people that forget the word easily, because the word of God you understand, you will hold on to. Look at it. This is the Bible. When anyone heard the word of their kingdom, and understanded it not, then come at the wicked one. And catcheth away that which was sown into his heart. Every opportunity to listen to the word is opportunity for the word to be sown into our hearts. But what happened with the word that is sown into our hearts? Which was sown? now this is he which received seed by the wayside. Let's go, verse twenty. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that he heareth the word and what? and anon with joy receiveth it. But what happened, verse 21? Yet, at it, yet, at he not root in himself, but, but what? Do it. Which version is it? Praise the Lord. But do it for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises, praise the Lord. Uh-huh. They have broken it down for us now. Look at verse 21. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, that shows whatever prophecy you receive, persecution will arise for it. Now, if I tell you now that you won't die young, challenges will come to combat it in your life. But what you now do, what those challenges come, will determine whether you have understanding. That is what we are saying. Immediately, it stumbles. That's so somebody here, not here. Somebody can leave a powerful service. And immediately after powerful service, an headache comes. Instead of you to fight the headache, you say, ah, this headache has come again. I pray this time around, it's not the headache that will kill me. That person, you can see now, he had the word in church. The moment he left, the enemy threw the challenge of what? Of headache. And he received it because he has forgotten the word that came. Why? No understanding. Let's go to verse 23. Now, okay. Let's go to 23. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word. And what? And understand it. Who indeed bear fruits and produces some how much? Hundred, some sixty. That shows understand it to have level. So the level of result you command is according to your level of understanding of the word that has been spoken in your direction. So you don't need to envy anybody in the kingdom. All you need to do is to enhance your level of understanding. In your center position, I want you to pray. Holy Ghost, I receive fresh baptism of the spirit of understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, why going all through this? So that this season of revival will not elude us. There is something for somebody this season. And that person will get it. In this season of glory, every trace of shame will be swallowed up. Now, challenges will always come. But your depth of understanding is what you will determine whether you will still stand or you will fall. There is temptation every day. Praise the Lord. But for somebody here, you will stand. I said you will stand. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So what is a revival? Number one, a revival is a move of the spirit. Across the people of all age. I mean, across the people of all age groups culminating in diverse supernatural turnaround. Praise the Lord. What that means is that when revival comes, revival is not selective. Praise the Lord. Revival comes for those who are prepared for it. Your age notwithstanding. Why? Because even from scriptures provision is made across board. Praise the Lord. In Joel chapter 2, verse 28 to 29, 12 to 28 to 29. Hear what the Bible says. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon how many? All flesh. All. Age notwithstanding. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids. In those days I will pour out my spirit. You can see that no one is left behind. This season of glory, may you not be left behind. I said, this season of glory, you will not be left behind. In the name of the Lord. Because the revival season is for all. I've had Papa say many times, and you've heard him also, saying that every move of God moves men forward. Praise the Lord. And in the season of revival, whoever will not let you enjoy advancement, revival has the capacity to take them back. Or revival has the capacity to swallow them up. Because nothing can obstruct the work of God. Praise the Lord. I pray for somebody here this morning. That whatever has been packaged to obstruct what God is said to do in your life this season. The hand of God will terminate them. I said the hand of God will terminate them. In the name of Jesus Christ. If somebody is understanding coming alive this morning. Revival is a move of the spirit across the people of all age groups, culminating in diverse supernatural turnarounds. Diverse testimony will be coming. Praise the Lord. As God is opening the wombs of people, he will be advancing the destinies of others. As God is healing somebody for others, they will be enjoying advancement from stagnation. Praise the Lord. Let's see Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3 to 5. Isaiah 44, 3 to 5. For I will pour water upon him that is what, that is thirsty. The provision is made for everybody, but those who enjoy it are those that are what, that are thirsty. And floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thy offspring. Once the spirit of God comes, the blessing follows, and they shall spring up as among the grass, and as willows by the water. Cup. That shall be our testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Isaiah 32:15, the Bible says, Until the Spirit be poured upon us from above, wilderness continues. Praise the Lord. Stagnation continues. But when the Spirit is poured, we discover that suddenly, wilderness, barrenness becomes a fruitful field. Somebody's story is changing. This is highly prophetic for somebody here this morning. I said, That thing may not be working, but by reason of his, this baptism, things turn around for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the fruitful field will be what? Will be counted for a forest. No one mango tree. Is it a forest? No. But all of a sudden, where you saw one mango tree, now begin to see hundreds. Now begin to see two hundred. It's already turning to a forest. That is the dimension of heaven's visitation that is coming upon somebody here in this season of revival dryness will be swallowed up this season stagnation is swallowed up this season barrenness is swallowed up this season Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ you No, know, there are some testimonies we share there you know i have to share some so that you can know that this thing is working it's working we are no liars for the matter fact that you have not experienced it doesn't mean it's not working and that doesn't mean it won't happen for you Reason why your understanding needs to come alive to enhance your repositioning so that your portion too can drop. No one here will be left behind in the name of the Lord. What is a revival? A revival is the move of the Spirit of God that unleashes the spirit of prayer and supplication upon God's people, resulting in mass salvation of souls and explosive church growth. Praise the Lord. We we all know that there can be no church growth without a church praying. So in the season of revival, this grace is released. Praise the Lord. The spirit of what? Of grace and supplication. The spirit of prayer is released upon his people. And we discover that people began to groan. Praise God. It happens sometimes back in South Korea that everywhere you get to, you see a kubiku. People during lunch hour, the, the, the fire was so much that during lunch period, people just run into a closet, just to be praying. And that was what gave birth, you know, to that church in South Korea. Praise the Lord. And same thing is already happening in our land. You may not understand what covenant hour of prayer is doing. That is one of the sustainer, the backbone of this commission. Praise the Lord. If you want to see God move this season, even in your life, you need to get engaged in the place of covenant hour of prayer. Because that is what has kept the fire flowing from upon the altar. Every blessed day, you must see somebody in this place praying. And that is how it is across the living faith church. Let us not just stroll in. Be a part of the revival yourself. Be a part of the revival. Be a part of the revival. So that the revival we talk about can move you forward. Grace is available. I see the grace of prayer and supplication release upon us in LFC, federal locust in the name of jesus christ we are just one year old we have not really done much but people won't let us hear what what of it? when god now begin to make things happen i mean the real things this place can't contain us this place can't contain us <laughs> no one here will be an onlooker in the mighty name of jesus christ something unusual you, you in righteousness will burst forth in this place no, I am telling you, I know what God is saying concerning this place, and you, and you, and you—you you are a part of what God is saying. So don't allow your hand to be slack this season. Let us come together and, and enhance the fire flowing from upon this altar, and speedy up what God is said to do. And you yourself, you will become a wonder when God show up. God will show up this season in the mighty name of the Lord. You know, in Zechariah chapter 8, verse 20, 20 to 23, God speaking there about his church. He said, it will come to pass that ten nations will hold on to the skirt of him who is a member of LFC Federal Lucas. And they will be telling you, you can't leave us behind. We have heard of what God is doing in your midst. And we have seen how he has decorated your life. Let us follow you to go and serve your God. That will be your testimony. I said, that will be your testimony. In your neighborhood. That will be your testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, somebody while teaching here during covenantal prayer, you are missing. I'm telling you. Gave an illustration. He said in a class, the teacher was trying to describe who Jesus is. And he was saying, who can tell me the man I'm talking about? This man is a good man. You know, he gives, he heals the the sick. He gives to the needy. You know, talking about the attributes and the characters of Jesus Christ. And one boy in that class said, I know the man. and said, okay, can you tell me the name? He said, "His uncle Tola is living in our neighborhood. <laughs> praise, praise the Lord. You know, I had to put my name. <laughs> praise God. He's living in our neighborhood. That was the best of testimony. What that boy was saying was that I can see Jesus in that man. So why they they are not mentioning this name? But the guy said, No, I know the person." He said, "Are you sure?" "Say I know." Who is that person? The man in our compound. Praise the Lord. After leaving this place, will people see Jesus in you? I'm not praying. I'm asking you questions. Will people see Jesus in you? In your attitude, in the way you relate, forgiving people, not holding people to ransom, not allowing hunger, not allowing bitterness. May they see Jesus in us. I said, may they see Jesus in us. Now, it is not all about physical prosperity. It must begin with the prosperity of the soul. When that is in place, that is when your physical prosperity is assured. I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. A week ago, my wife just came in and said, Sweetheart, can you hear what this woman was saying? I said, what was she saying? Or what did she say? He said, hey. she just called her and said, I learned this man mentioning one man like that is a pastor in your church. Oh, we go to that church. Ah, My wife was not saying, what do you mean? I am. She was not telling my wife. Oh, we go to that church. This person that you will greet and he will not answer. This person, if you look at his face alone, you will run. You know, this stuff touched me, but I don't know how to pass the message across to the man. Praise the Lord. So the same thing applies to every one of us. The moment we identify with God, people want to see God in us. May they see God in us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. What are the outcomes of revival? When there is a revival, what are the outcomes? Number one. One thing that, amongst others, that shows that somebody is in a, in a revival is that when praying kingdom advancement prayers becomes a delight, nobody will beg you to pray kingdom advancement prayer. I don't know how many person here who pray for their pastor this month. This month. Your pastor standing here this month, and you want miracle, you want him to do magic. Praise the Lord. It's part of the work. It's part of the assignment. Some people lifted up the hand of Moses, reason they saw victory. Or else, there was a, there, there was a tendency for Moses, to be, to, for his hand to go down. And at some point, his hands were actually going down. And the moment his hand goes down, they begin to lose in the battle. And God said, no, if I allow you, they will kill all of you. And he appointed two persons that now came and stood with Moses on the mountain. And one held his hand here, the other one held his hand. As long as his hand was up, victory was sure. This is not a race an individual can run. And if you feel you can stand alone, it's one of the greatest deceits from hell. Nobody in the kingdom can survive alone. Watch out. So when praying kingdom advancement prayer, becomes a delight. Nobody is preaching about covenant hour every now and then. Nobody is talking about prayer. People on their own, they tune in to pray. Then we can say revival has come. And for the, before the church encounters revival, an individual must have encountered revival. Because it is the best people that makes up the church. May we see revival this season. May our prayer lives as individuals take a new shape in the name of Jesus Christ. What are the outcomes of revival? Number two, when one is consumed with undying passion to see souls saved. Praise the Lord. I think all of us need to buckle up. All of us. Praise the Lord. Making sure we reach out to souls. This is the number one mandate given to every believer. In John chapter 15 verse 16, Bible says, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Praise the Lord, that you may go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should what? Should abide. Now look at the condition God attached to that. When that happens, then you can now come back and ask me anything, and I will answer. That shows, if things are not working, then you must find ways of making it work. This is one of the platforms. We've had Tangible testimonies from this platform of a family that took—I mean—they took their son to the hospital. The boy had one unusual, you know, illness, and since the boy was even dying, they left him there on the hospital bed. And the husband said to the wife, "Look here, let's leave this boy. We can't heal him. Even the doctors—they are just trying. Let's go for soul." We believe God that if we are able to rescue souls, God will rescue him. That came on the platform of what? Understanding. And other people, you know, you some people say, Ah, see them. you left your baby. When they knew that there is nothing they can do. Praise the Lord. Listen to me. If you can't do anything about what is doing you, find a means of handing it over to God. And one of those platforms is to so jettison your challenge and go for souls. Praise the Lord. And before you return, you will discover that something would have happened. They went out, shared tracks to win souls, and as they are returning, they discovered that the boy they left, half dead, was already seated, waiting. Mommy, where are you coming from? Praise the Lord. God already answered them. God will answer somebody this season. So when one is consumed with undying passion to see souls saved it's an indication also that that person is in a revival you know Paul placed a curse on himself said woe is me if i preach not the gospel and you know what many a times why we are not reaching out to soul is that we felt god hasn't done enough for us hello because if you have testimony you should be able to share it you have me. If the only testimony I will share is that God ridiculed barrenness in my life. You have had me share this many times. You hold on to the testimony you have. That is what we give back to the one you are looking for. I shared this testimony in Ibadan. And I was looking for men with low spam count. Because I believe that this one is not beyond God. Bishop Aremu was a minister that day. The moment I said the old church stood, and one elderly woman from the elders' council held on to me while service was going. Said, Pastor, Pastor, I have a son in the US. He's been married for over 15 years now. And they are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Now, what America can do, simple obedience will make it happen. America, I was now wondering, you said in the US, she said yes. She now gave me their picture. And now told her what to do. You see, God still delivers, I mean, delivers secrets into people's hands. May you receive your own. In the name of the Lord. What are the benefits of a revival? Number one, the life of every engaging believer is transformed in a revival. Look at the clause there. The life, Not the life of every worshiper in the church. The life of every engaging believer. Those who are involved. Because no one can sit on the fence and expect God to move. No, you can't sit on the fence. We call that the fallacy of excluded middle. So if it is not A, it will be B. You can't stand in between. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor. Belong, belong. Tell your neighbor, belong. Get involved. Praise the Lord. I believe that is enough admonition. Praise the Lord. At least that one is not pastor who tells you it's your neighbor. Uh Praise the Lord. The life of every engaging believer is what is transformed in a revival. Praise the Lord. That shows one's life becomes an attraction. Let me say this. You are here this morning. You have been engaging and it looks like nothing is happening. Relax. Do what. Relax. Your tongue. It is your tongue. As I relax, it is your tongue. As I relax, it is your tongue. It is because what is coming your way is bigger than what you are expecting. So relax. It is your tongue. Now, if you want to try God, go and break. Go and break down. Go and break your little storehouse, and enlarge it. So as to accommodate what God is about to do. I want you to become a fool. So people say, imagine you, the car park he has here before is for a bike. Now, I, I see him breaking it, and he said he's waiting for a Benz. Maybe I, is somebody is catching up with what I am saying. Because what is coming is bigger than what you are expecting. So you need to go back and enlarge your capacity to receive. I mean, God will surprise somebody this season. That is for somebody. God will surprise you this season. You are in this church when that young man testified that he was believing God for one. And I said here that uh, for those trusting God for one, God will give them how many? Ten. I think he came back. He's enjoying ten now. And that ten now is about to be expanded to twenty. It's about to be expanded to twenty. And as part of the visitation, he came back which they and brought five chairs to this church. He is in Abuja, but he sent him five. He sent him five. I think this type, he sent in five. Somebody's story will change. I want to repeat that word. It's for somebody. Go back now and enlarge your capacity to receive. At least we had a testimony here now. Somebody got an international job, Abby. She couldn't even give us the details. We'll hear the details later. Praise the Lord. God will give somebody a tearful testimony. Now, while you are busy sobbing, people will be helping you to share it. Maybe you didn't get that one. Why? Because you couldn't comprehend it. That was the time God gave to Sarah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is your turn. I said it is your turn. It is your turn. Why? Because the life of every engaging believer is transformed in a revival. So be positioned for transformation. Let your service be rooted in understanding. Don't do it as if you are doing it for pastors or for men. Do it as unto the Lord. Let your service bring honor to God. And you will see what God will do for you. Somebody's story is changing. Number two benefit of revival, it confers dominion on every engaging believer. It confers what, dominion of every I mean on every engaging believer. I will show you how this happened. Let's look at Proverbs chapter eleven verse thirty, talking about soul winning. Proverbs eleven thirty, the Bible says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth soul is what is wise. That shows. Look at two things happening now. For you to enjoy dominion in this season of revival, you must manifest what wisdom. And when you manifest wisdom, wisdom is required for winning soul. Then you can now see what wisdom carry. I think uh, the pastor that came on Wednesday gave us an assignment. So go and check the book of chapter what. Okay. let's look at Proverbs chapter eight. Verse 15 to 18. So we can see how we can enjoy dominion as a people. By me, king's what? King's reign. And princes decree justice. That's just when we we enjoy baptism of wisdom for soul winning, the resultant effect is our enthronement. Praise the Lord. You know, every one child of God is what? Is a king. I hope you have not forgotten. Every child of God is what? Is a king. And every child of God is a priest also. Praise the Lord. Because we have been redeemed as what? As kings and as priests. Priests to serve. king to enjoy dominion. Somebody's story is changing. Verse 16. By me, princes what? Rule. And nobles. Even all the judges of the heart. Seventeen. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early. So, this is still manifestation of wisdom. Look at wisdom here. Riches and honor. Are we too? With me. Who is talking there? Wisdom. Praise the Lord. That's just when we enjoy this baptism of wisdom, and we reach out to soul via it, then also we begin to enjoy riches and honor. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. That shows for you as a believer, is a righteous thing for you to have durable riches. Maybe you don't understand. It is a righteous thing for you as a Christian to have riches that last and endures. So don't allow anybody to deceive you that ah, there is a certain amount of money a believer shouldn't hold. Go and ask Papa. As the money enters his head, no. But he's enjoying dominion. And we are on that same covering. I see that same grace flow our way this season. I said, I see that same grace flow our way this season. In the name of the Lord. The last thing you benefit in the season of revival is that our needs are supernaturally met in a revival. Our needs are what? Are supernaturally met in a revival you need to understand this praise the Lord let's look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 15 to 19 Philippians chapter 4 look at this now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving but ye only 16 for even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and how and again unto my necessity. Who is talking there? We won't say what, because he's still living. Paul is the one talking here. Not because I desire it, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Two things are involved here. You that is giving. You are what? You are building up your account. Not because I desire a give, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So when you are giving, don't think you are doing the other person favor. You are creating platform for your own account to abound. Please, I want us to understand anytime you are privileged to give, don't think you are doing anybody favor. You are only doing your destiny favor. Because your giving has the capacity to speak in your future, it has the capacity to secure the destinies of your children. It has the capacity to preserve your life even while on bed of illness. So Paul said, It's not because it's not that because I desire a gift, but I created that platform so that your fruit may abound into your own account. Look at verse 18. But I have all, but I have all and I abound. I am full. I will receive of you know Epaphroditus. These are the persons that God has ordained for him. To make resources available. So Paul said he doesn't lack anything because somebody has been positioned to supply the needs. That is what we are saying. That in the season of revival, you just discover that in the midst of need, help is just coming. You are not stranded. No one is permitted to be stranded in the season of revival. I am speaking to somebody here this morning that you will not be stranded. I decree for you the release of timely help. Sufficient help. Day by day help. In the name of Jesus Christ. So in the season of revival our needs are supernaturally met in a revival. You can see now that God is not saying there won't be needs. You will have needs. But how those needs are met will become a riddle that you yourself you can't unfold. That shall be somebody's testimony. That shows this season. God will send angels your way. Look at the result. Paul said, but my God. That shows it is not Paul who will supply. Whatever you do to Pastor Tola, if you are expecting him to pay you back, you're on your own. Is somebody getting it now? Paul said, but my what? My God shall supply all your need. According to what? Can you measure his riches? I have Papa ministry in the UK and he now said the Forbes newspaper published that I am the richest pastor in the world. He said, yes. I am the richest pastor in the world. He said, but they made mistake. You know, because those ones said, they said, I think it was worth 50 billion US dollars. He said, no, they made mistake. He now said, do you want to know how rich I am? What this short man is what He now said, but my God shall supply all your needs according. He said, I am as rich as his riches. So there is no unfolding of the depth of such visitation. That shows you know it's not about what you have in your bank account. It's about you having your need met as once they arise. That is the level God is taking somebody here. Amen. The same grace that is operational upon his head is released upon us this season. Amen. The grace of on time means that as the need is arising, solution provision is already on ground. That is the realm God is taking us in the season of revival. But don't forget that in the season of revival, nobody sits on the fence and expects a visitation. It is somebody's turn. If you are the person, let your amen show it. Amen. It is your turn to shine. Amen. I said, it is your turn to shine. Amen. I've been in the midst of needs. Because even now, like I was sharing with somebody, I said, sometimes myself and my wife would say, okay, let us even plan. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, let us plan with this salary, you know, I'm receiving. Let us plan with our where we got halfway, transport alone, and I now told I said, unless you want to give yourself headache, you have five warriors around. I said, let's just close the book. You know the book must be closed. Praise the Lord because human analysis can't solve that mathematics. It's beyond. You to go and look at your salary as an individual. Then at the end of the month, calculate how much you have spent. If it is your salary that is surviving you, come and share the testimony here. Praise the Lord. You discover There are some provisions that came. You yourself, you can't tell. You can't calculate where these things came from. Now, the reason you have not seen shame is because revival is ongoing. And revival won't stop because you will never see shame. I said revival won't stop because you will never see shame. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we need to understand that our needs are supernaturally met in a revival. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, one day I sat down and I was looking at figures. You know, there are occasional figures who make you sleep. Praise the Lord. I was looking at the figures. I was just thinking, ah, Hallelujah. Then while I was there, I saw my sister's call coming. I said, why is it? I don't this time around. I want to be alone. I don't want to even call him. But the, the called, you know, kept coming. And I said, okay, you figure, wait. Let me answer. The moment I answered, the call, said, hey, Tola, send me your account details. I said, I, account yourself. said, your portion, uh, your, our father's land that we don't even know where the thing is. I said, they sold part of it. They said, this is your portion. I said, are you sure? Hallelujah. You know, like they say, for real? You know? And that this one is realer. Somebody will enjoy supernatural visitation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, don't think God will leave you alone in the midst of those crises. No. He said, lo and behold, I am ever with you. But unless you are with him in the season of revival. Is somebody getting it? God will not leave you if you have not left him. Or if you won't leave him. So you have a choice too. To stay with him. He said in Luke chapter 22 verse 26. He said these are they which have continued with me. So there is a place of continued work with him. He said these are they which have continued with me. I won't leave them alone when I get enthroned. He said they too they must see the throne. I pray that your throne will not be given to another. Now, before we shut down this money, today is our covenant day of long life. This is where we are going this money. Whatever has suggested or is suggesting to you or has suggested to you that you will die young, such will be turned liar this money. As a whatever is staring you in the face and you are looking at it, you can't tell people, you can't tell anybody, but you are sensing that is this how I will end it? I have good news for you this season. You know why? Only the living can praise God. Unless you have not chosen to praise God. Unless you have not chosen to serve God. Nehemiah was faced, Ezekiah was faced with death. Even his own verdict came via the mouth of an established prophet. This is what the Lord says. Go and put your house in order for your death warrant is here. And the man has records with God. Do you have record with God? He looked, he faced the world, and he presented his record before God. Said, God, I have served you in the choir. Only the living can praise you, you know. And God said, let me check your record. You are right too. because you have been serving faithfully, and I don't have a replacement for you now, and I don't have your space to be taken by another. I am hiding 15 more years. I have good news for somebody here this morning. That may your work, your good work, answer for you. I said may your good work in the kingdom answer for you. So in case you are here, you don't have work. Mercy will speak. And may your life be repositioned. So I want to let you know that those things speak. I have been saying it and I will keep saying it. Till Jesus will come. None of my children will be stranded in life till Jesus comes. None will be stranded. It's not as if I'm praying now. I am speaking. So, you come to a time, I may not be Papa, but I am who I am in God. So, that's just in your own little way, there are things you can leverage on to secure your future. Covenant day of long life. Now, please understand that today, Jesus already conquered death for us in redemption. He has conquered death. But if death could not hold him captive, death could not hold him captive, even in the grave, Jesus is Lord. And he conquered death for your sake. I wrote something here, though. It sounds funny, but I said, I said, Jesus died young so that I can live long. He died young so that I can live long. He paid the price for poverty. Why must I die a pauper? So I am praying that whatever Jesus died for, that is still missing in anyone's life, by the hand of the Holy Ghost, there shall be restoration. Longevity is part of it. So you need to have it. This is where understanding comes in. For the mere fact that my brothers die before their time doesn't mean I will die. I'm the last born, but yet the last man standing. None marry, only me marry. None build house by the hand of God, only me have. None get car, only me did. So it can be you by your hand. God can break that jinx in your family. As I this season, God will break that jinx in your family by your hand. But you need to have an understanding that this price has been paid by somebody. Reason why our attitude must show it. Praise the Lord. But as far as your eyes can see, it shall be given to you. That is the principle in the kingdom. Praise the Lord. As far as your eyes can see. In Genesis 13, verse 13 to, I mean, 13, 14 to 15, God speaking, you know, with Abraham. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that, Lot was separated from him. That was this season, there are things that must be separated from you for you to see God. Lot was like a veil over the face of Abraham. But the moment Lot was separated, Abraham saw God. God began to speak. Whatever is covering your face shall be lifted this season in the name of the Lord. And God said to him, lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward, for all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give thee, and to, to thee will I give it and to thy who? To thy seed forever. But as far as his highest can So what are you seeing? Are you seeing untimely death? If you are here this morning, you are living under the fear of untimely death. I say the hand of God, terminate that siege of fear. Yeah. The hold of fear is broken from upon your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. This fear doesn't respect color. Uh, there is this guy, a footballer, David bedcamp He played for Arsenal in England. And then all of his life, if Arsenal is to go and play football in Dublin, and they will use plane, the man will tell them, no, I will go. It's either I will trek or use bicycle or by road. So far, anything plane, please he raised it in my dictionary until he retired. Is a white man. That shows fear goes beyond boundary. Fear doesn't respect sex, doesn't respect gender, doesn't respect age. You are here this morning. Fear has crippled your advancement. I decree by the force of the Holy Ghost, that heart hold over your life is broken. I said that hold over your life is broken. Many that died were not killed by the devil was fear that killed him. As far as your eyes can see. Now look at the Bible. Moses saw 120. As God's standard for lifespan of a man. And he died at the age of what? 120. Here the Bible. In Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. Here what Bible Moses said. And the Lord said. My spirit shall not always strive with man. For that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be And hundred and what? And twenty. That is the standard from the mouth of the Lord. That shows for God to have said this, that means he has packaged inside us what we saw us for one twenty. Maybe you don't understand. He's a perfect God. That shows he has wired us to reach this. But how many people are reaching one twenty? Now David came Okay, look at Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. He, he saw what God said. He abided by it and he fulfilled that mandate. But come, let's see what David said. David saw how many years? 70. And he departed at 70. Here what David said in Psalm 90 verse 10. He said the days of our years are 3 scores that is 20 times 3. 3 score years and 10. And if by reason of strength they be 4 score years. Yet is their strength labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Now that was what David saw. He saw 70 he now said, if strength is renewed, perhaps you can have 10 years. And once you are 80, what are you living for? Do we see have people staying 90 on the face of the earth? My grandmom died 114. The reason I responded, you see, there are things that will come and challenge your understanding about this subject matter after this meeting. So they will show you pictures of those dying by your, by your, by your side. But you have your mouth And your understanding. To package and combat it. It will soon remain you and you alone. Your pastor won't be there to speak into your life. Then that time you must be your own prophet. And speak into your situation. Devil met me in a hotel in Abuja, 2015. And said to me. Now this is where your hand is. Say you are alone here. Now I will finish you. And I told him you have goofed. Number one. I am not alone. Because he's with me. Number two, you are too small. You came late. He tried. In one month, how many uh, operations? And even when they did the operation, they still forgot their stuff inside me for one year. And they will say, this is your season. Your brothers are long gone. You must follow them. But I have my mouth. My wife is here. In the night, we will be alone. Even all the gadgets on my body failed. And i will be urinating blood. And just said, relax. My mother did not hear about it. I said, don't tell anybody. I am the prophet of my life. And we keep speaking. We keep speaking. It was after everything was gone that my mom came to Joseph and was saying, I was not sharing testimony. She was crying. You this boy, and you didn't call me. I said, if I had called you, what would you have done? Who are you? Now, it's a this? Please let understanding come alive so that one will not die like chicken. I see the hand of God rests upon your life as far as your eyes can see. What are the things you need to do? Please understand the following. Number one, you must be born again if you must enjoy the provision of this covenant. Your salvation is number one. If you are not born again, you can't survive it again. Praise the Lord. two, you must stay in love with God. If you look at that psalm we read in the month psalm 91, verse 14 to 6, because he has set his love upon me. Do you love God? Once you love God, it will show in the way we handle things, in our attitude. Praise the Lord. He said, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I what? Will I deliver him? Your deliverance is rooted in your love. Because he set his love upon me, therefore I will what? i will deliver him i will set him on high so perhaps you are in a low place now i have good news for you that it won't belong by the hand of your love god will reposition you i said god will reposition you in the name of jesus christ when challenge comes do you know his name whose name do you call i told you when i suddenly had that challenge he told i wanted to say sweetheart and I heard the voice said "The name of the person you call first is the one who will rescue you." And I know Sweetheart can rescue me. I just changed it, Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> praise the Lord! He's the only one who can rescue you. <laughs> if you run your race without God, you are gone. Praise the Lord! Says Sweet Jesus. How he came in and out Sweetheart called more. Praise the. Lord. <laughs> Stay in love with God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Praise the Lord. Remain committed to serving God and the interests of his kingdom. Please let no one beg you in this area. Make it a lifestyle. Make up your mind. Make a choice to serve God. Remain committed to serving God and the interests of his kingdom. You, in your own capacity, just serve God. Praise the Lord. Exodus 23, 25 to 26. And ye shall serve and God will bless. Look at all that things he will do for us. He will take away sickness. The last line there says, The number of thy days I will fulfill. What is the number of your days? What is the number of your days? What is the number of your days? 1, 2, 3, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why do you know? After you have enjoyed life and you feel it is time to go. You can tell God, God, I have enjoyed enough. Come and take me now. Praise the Lord. No one here will fall victim of untimely death. The mistake that people will make that will cut short your life will not happen around you. There are some people who break failure. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. One man ran away from Lagos and he said, ah, this place, I don't want to die. You say, I can't walk all this their car. I don't want it to kill me. And he now went into the village. In the village, he had a farm. While on that farm, a trailer had an accident on the major road. One of the tires, you know, just with that speed, the tire just left the body and ran into that farm. The man was there. It was still the tire that killed the man on the farm. Said, you can't, when you are running, be sure you are running with God. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Stay free from the fear of death. When that suggestion comes, please open your mouth. Do what? That is the best thing you can do. When the suggestion of death comes, do what? Tell your neighbor, open your mouth. mouth. Now, when you open your mouth, what is coming out of your mouth too matters. If you don't have the word, if you are calling your father that is long dead, that will just say it's easy. He is dead, you follow. Go. Praise the Lord. So you will know what you say when you Open your mouth. That is why the word of God is very important. Now, let let me say this. The Holy Ghost cannot help you without the word of God inside you. Because what the Holy Ghost dwells on is the word you have inside. So the level of the word you carry is the level of its manifestation. So if you eat more more of the word of God, then Holy Ghost will have something to work with. Praise the Lord. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblocksport.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Act 20.32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life joining all those who are fully healed. See See you next time. time.